What's up, peace, everybody? Art Morrison III here with a bonus episode. You know what time it is. It's the NBA trade deadline, and we couldn't let the day go by without chatting about these big moves in the NBA. Of course, I got my boys with me, Kevin Tarka and the basketball analyst himself, Rob McPherson. Rob, we're going to get right into this because we don't have a lot of time. Fill us in on what's going on in the NBA with today's trade deadline. It was uh, it was pretty interesting today, man. We saw Andre Drummond going to the Cavs. Marcus Morris, he's headed over to the Clippers. Andrew Wiggins was in a trade and swap with D'Angelo Russell. And uh, a big one that shocked a lot of people was Iguodala getting traded to the Heat and getting an extension. Yeah, that was a big one, man. I, um, I mean, did you expect any of those? Uh, I mean, I, I heard about the D'Lo one a little bit leading into it, the rumblings, and, and we, we didn't think he was going to stay the whole year. So I wasn't surprised he got traded, but where he got traded to. Um, the Drummond trade definitely shocked me. But, I mean, Iguodala getting traded not to the Clippers or bought out for L.A. and getting shipped to Miami and getting a two-year extension, I did not expect that at all. Yeah, Tarka, I know that you don't follow too, too closely with the with the NBA. Um, but are any of these making you want to start paying closer attention? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, again, as I, as I uh, hopefully in the next coming years transition my focus from the overseas game to, to clients in the NBA, you know, it will be um, – it will be something that I dig into more. I think a lot of it, um, you know, that that's relayed to the public is, um, is just the, the very, very top of it. Right. So a lot of these trades, you know, might not be exactly because of the, you know, the best fit on the team or, you know, that a team has to waive a player because, um, you know, in other words, people are going to react to uh, a player being waived, um, and oh, why'd you wave that player is really good? Well, maybe that they he has a contract that they have to get off the books, right? And and it's just right. really interesting to for me to learn, you know, a, a, as I see the reactions of the players as well, you know, how front offices do that. And you know, I've I've been been able to build some some pretty genuine relationships with you know the G League front offices and and trickling up to the NBA front offices. And um, you know, it just sometimes it's surprising to see um, certain trades happen. And for example, like the Andre Drummond trade right so i I think that surprised some people right so andre drummond went to the pistons and 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 uh john henson and brandon knight went to cleveland um i'm sorry but but vice versa um yeah but but, you know when that happened um you know andre drummond went to twitter and and tweeted something about like hey you know i never this i never expected this to happen to me um you know in other words like he he basically was kind of bashing the front office like no one told him that he was getting oh, traded, wow. which, yeah. which was, which was surprising. Um, you know, but it, it's just, it's interesting to see all the different reactions. And I know that, you know, there's just so much more for me to learn. And the amount that I've learned already that goes into just one single trade is just, it's um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So I know that the reactions from people not always uh, understanding all the pieces involved are, are, are kind of, uh, you know, sometimes a bit much. I actually forgot one too. Clint Capella getting traded from the Rockets. Yeah, to, to Atlanta, to Atlanta. Yeah, him him getting traded, but not only that, that the Rockets don't have a center. <laughs> They're going with P.J. Tucker at the five, and they didn't oh. trade for a center. I forgot about the Clint Capella thing. Yeah, oh, man. my goodness. And I like, I like Clint. I like how he, I mean. Eh. 
Harden, his chemistry, and sorry, somebody keeps trying to call me, ruining my, ruining our podcast vibe. So I didn't even hear what you said, but we um, Charker, back to what you were saying in regards to all the things that go into a trade. This is what Rob and I were talking about earlier. I wanna I wanna focus in on this, uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell and Cap, um, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, duo. And I know Rob was saying they don't have a supporting cast, so they're not really dangerous. Um, I, I know that they have a friendship on and off the court, which I think is always dangerous. I think chemistry is always dangerous. That was like kind of my argument. You deal with players every day, man. Kind of give me your insight on what you think, you know, moves like that um, do for teams as well as for players and their success, you know, when trades like that happen. Well, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, that that was big for, for Carl Anthony Towns and his relationship with, Minnesota because he has clearly been expressing um, his dissatisfaction, you know, the past several months, um, you know, with, with what's been going on in Minnesota. So I think getting him, um, you know, one of his boys, let's say, you know, to kind of yeah. cool, cool his jets, you know, definitely help them. I mean, it, it, it all depends, you know, like there's always going to be, there's always going to be the relationship between players that help the team and also hurt the team. And there's also going to be relationships between players and coaches um, that help the team, but also hurt the team. You know, like if, if things are going well, it's easy for players to say, yeah, he's a good coach, you know, but if things are not going well, it's also easy for them to blame each other and for them to blame the coaching staff. So anytime that you have guys, and I know you mentioned that you're not a big fan of it, um, you know, off the court chemistry, but you know, I think, Anytime that you can get guys playing together that enjoy each other's presence, um, I, I think that's positive. You know, at least it, it gives positive energy and good vibes to be able to play play right on the court. Um, I feel like it attracts other players too, man. Like, I, you know how it is to be a player, bro, and you see another team really clicking and enjoying playing with each other. And you're like, yo, like, I, that's where I want to play. You know what I mean? I, absolutely, absolutely. And, and when you can get um, – when you not only have one big name – um, you know, sometimes in markets like Minnesota, you know, it's it's not a sexy market like Los Angeles or New York. You know, when you have a, like one big name or um, or or two big names and you're struggling, it, it's really difficult for, for players to want to go there. But when you start to get, you know, a couple guys that are in the same click and, and, and a couple bigger names, you know, that really that really changes the the situation and it attracts bigger names potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, what, what was your main reasoning for saying that, that you don't think that that's a dangerous duo? Were you more specifically talking about like immediately winning or were you just saying they just not that good? They're, they're both very talented. Uh, they're both very talented. I don't think they know how to win yet. They're both young. So they're not necessarily playing the best winning basketball. But to take on that duo not being dangerous right now, just meaning – uh, if just with Carl Anthony Towns and, and D'Angelo Russell, with that team makeup, they're they're not a a real threat in the West yet. They 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 need one more guy, potentially a high draft pick, a lottery guy like an Anthony Edwards type. If they could snag somebody like that, that could propel them and have a nice little trio and build around that. But um, right now, I, I can see them like a tenth seed in the West just with that trade. Mm. Now, how long was uh, – and just to switch gears, how long was Andre Iguodala's what, – what was his extension? It was two years for $30 million. 
man, guy's a legend for that, first of all. <laughs> uh, That's a fact. What, what, I mean, do you think he'll finish his career out there? Or, like, what do you think his deal is overall? Like, what, what's your just take on him? I know some of the uh, younger Grizzlies weren't feeling what was going on. Where do you stand, uh, both Rob and Tarker? Uh, I mean, with, with that, that whole situation with, with older guys getting traded to destinations they don't want to be at and them holding out, that's nothing new. I mean, Melo got traded to the Hawks for a day or something wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like them old vets that, that come from – well, not Melo, but uh, Iggy coming from championship pedigree, they don't want to go to, to no, you know, up-and-coming young team. They're trying to play for, for championships at that point in their career. Um, them young guys may have took a personal thinking – you know, he, he didn't think they were good enough or it was going to be wasted time. So they're using that as motivation. Kudos to them. But um, I, I don't have a problem with it. And, and I think Iggy got time to rest up. Um, he got healthy. You know, he had some issues with his, his, his knee and legs and things like that last year. I think he'll be good to go for the Heat. Yeah, and, and that's another that's another trade that he's going to a, a team with, you know, one of his guys that he's excited to play with, Jimmy Butler. You know, I know that they, they have they have a relationship and Jimmy Butler, um, you know, is excited for him to be there. But there's also something to say about bringing, you know, a, a veteran player into an organization. And, you know, not not just a guy like, um, you know, Jared Dudley, who's a veteran. And, and yeah, he can, you know, he can he can give you something. But like Iguodala, like, yeah, he's getting old, but like he's. He, you know, he can still rock, ball. Man. He, he, yeah, he, right. he can still play, you know. So, um, you know, I think there, there's definitely something to say, especially with the age of the NBA being so young. Like, a lot of these players need that veteran leadership, even if it is just leadership, you know. But I, I think Iguodala is going to be the guy that leads by example also on the court. Um, so, you know, I, I, I know that there was a lot of people hating on that trade. and um, But I don't know. I, I think I, I think he uh, he's a guy that, that um, you know, that – Deserves deserves more for what he's been able to do on the floor. Now is Miami dangerous because of that? It's funny we we, we talked about Miami um, yeah. as one of yeah. our uh, surprising teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in an earlier podcast, so so I mean, does he does he add to that? I, I think so. Hell yeah, <laughs> I think so as well. I'm interested to see how he performs and how healthy he is and and all of that. That's the cool thing about trades, man. It really like puts the game in perspective of like what people contribute and you know how just important personnel is and everything that you you started you kicked the podcast off with Tarka in regards to chemistry and even from a business perspective man like uh, there's so much that goes into it. it's just so interesting to see this this time of year um also tonight bro we saw um we saw the all-star team selected the all-star draft LeBron <laughs> oh, LeBron right. LeBron picked his they team. Draft for the, they got a draft for that now. Man. Yeah, they're trying stuff, man. I, they're, they're trying stuff. But anyway, so LeBron drafted his team. Giannis drafted his team. I, I think I think Giannis uh, is a terrible GM, but that's just my no, I don't know what opinion. he was picking. Yeah, I think he has he has something to prove that he can win with worse guys. That's what it seems like to me. Um, he picked Embiid at number one. I don't know, whatever. This isn't a bash player's podcast but just to end this episode since it is a uh bonus episode we're gonna wrap this up who do you have east or west Ke- kevin did you see the uh did you, did you see the rosters yet I, I i did not i did not see the rosters. Uh, i'm gonna ask rob and while he's entering google the rosters bro i'm about to drop oh, it in the group chat the picture man, man I'm, I'm, you know who i'm rolling but i'm going i'm going with Bron, man roll with the winners who did he pick first Bron? he took ad hometown hometown he took ad who, who was his second pick 
His second pick was Claw. See, he's smart. And then James Harden went second to last, him and Trey Young? Uh, Yeah. Harden was the last yeah. one, yeah, for the Cause, starters. Cause, yep, yep, because uh, Antetokounmpo picked up Kemba, and he said that he wanted somebody that's going to pass him the ball. The last two were Trey <laughs> Young and, and James Harden. <laughs> Nobody passes the ball in the All-Star game. Yo, that's funny, yeah, that's bro. true, too. That's true, too. Kev, did you get a look at it? I, I It's it's not coming up. It's not coming up. All right, up. well, I'm going with Team Bron as well. You guys are, already know. It's like uh, Giannis basically picked, like, all the – like European guy. So honestly, you probably would pick that team, bro. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to load it now, man. I need to see this. No, 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 no. We're not getting off until I find this joint. Because Rob, it's in our other group chat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Screenshot. It was. Uh, I'm gonna copy and paste that joint. It was Embiid. It was Pascal Siakam. It was uh, Trey Young. Um, I got Rudy, you, Rudy I got Go- it right here. It was Rudy Gobert. It was a bunch of guys. All right, so we got Embiid, Siakam, Kemba, Trey, Middleton. Adebayo, Gobert, Butler, Lowry, Ingram. Ooh, Ingram. And Mitchell. Forgot about Ingram. He's a story we got to talk about. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I got I, I got it pulled up here, too. <laughs> this looks like a landslide, man. They got Damian Lillard. <laughs> Bro, I, like, I, I, yeah, I I agree. Just from, just from looking at the beginning. <laughs> just, a couple, just a couple of them. I mean, you got Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, James Harden, and Kawhi. That's tough to... Yeah, all, all on squad with LeBron. Like, come on, Giannis, what were you doing? <laughs> and then you look at the bottom, and it's like, how the hell did LeBron land Westbrook still? Right. Yo, Westbrook was out there late in the game, man. He was like the third to last person. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Tamontis Saponis, Saponis made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going overseas, team, man. Let's go. Yeah, see? Well, we're going to see, man. Everyone, listen, thank you for tuning in. Last minute for this bonus episode. To my host, thank you guys for hopping on last minute, man, to, to talk about this stuff. I think it's very important we stay with the current events. Couldn't let the day go by without us touching on this. This episode will drop this Saturday along with our next episode. I don't know the title, but if I did, I wouldn't tell you guys anyway. Just <laughs> stay make sure tuned. you tune in. Yeah, stay tuned, man. Yep. Um, We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So share with friends uh, regardless of what they listen on. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Hoop Chatter Podcast. We will – I always say well, I want to see you guys next time. What did I say last time? Chat next time. That's what I said. Yeah. That's our sign up. Uh, seriously, though, chat next time, guys. Peace.